Production. Recorded live. Hello, this is Michael Adams. November 23rd, 2015, it's 3 uh, I can't see. Well, we will do part five of uh, the year. Office but uh, sorry, three. Well, uh, what should we talk? Um, in a nutshell, this is by uh, uh, I guess the uh, France was just the beginning. So this is not Chinese nor the Russians. Represents the greatest threat to the world. I don't know what that means. Okay, and my piece. Here it is, part of it. It's already started, and keep on going with the same old thing. It's from Dr. Peter Hammond's book, Slavery, Terrorism, and Islam. Islam is not a religion, of course, nor is the papacy, or is a cult. It is. Its false form is complete total worms and system of life. Islam has religious, legal, political, economic, social, and military components. Religious components an approach for all. Islamization begins there are sufficient numbers in the country to agitate their privileges. And politically correct, tolerant, and culturally diverse societies agree to Muslims' demand for their religious privilege and some of the other components in as well. Here's how it works. As long as the Muslim population remains around, are under 25-2% of any given country, we will be, as part, be regarded as a peace-loving minority, not as a threat to other citizens. This sounds just like Catholicism, doesn't it? In this case, just what we learned earlier, PBC uh, uh, has a was and as it is. Uh, case, United States, 0.6% Muslim. Most of them must be living in my neck of the woods because there's an awful lot of them. Uh, Australia, 1.5. Canada, 1.9. China, 1.8. Italy, 1.5. Norway, 2. Okay. 
and 2% to 5% they begin to proselytize from other ethnic minorities and disaffected groups often with major recruiting from jails and among street gangs. This is happening in Denmark, uh, less than 2%, Germany, 3.7%. United Kingdom is 2.7%. Interesting that how much more is ramped up in Europe. Of course, that's logic, because that's always been the case. Spain, 4, um, Thailand, Four point six. <clears throat> oh, the Shriners. From five percent on, they exercise an intolerant influence in the population. They're for a percentage of the population. Well, the Jesuits, though. They will increase pressure on certain large chains to feature Hala on their shelves along with threats of failure to apply. This occurs in France, blah, 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 blah. All the percentages. Let's see. I don't know if I want to go through any more of this. But, uh, unfortunately, the peace is never achieved any more than it is when it's a Catholic uh, country. It's interesting. Or to understand that some countries are so this is just some real fine just propaganda at this point, theologically, okay. So it's, please do not delete this until you have sent it on. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, um, if we look at um, Albert Pike's supposed letter, whether it's true or not, I could possibly confirm it. I wasn't there. Interesting. Um, for all I know, it was written 50 years ago. I don't know. But it seems to be in compliance. We took at this, let's look at this letter here from, this is a reminder. I may imagine that most people who will be listening to my show have heard about the Upper Pike's letter and the three uh, world wars. Uh, supposedly here, Albert Pike received a vision. <laughs> Imagine where he got that vision from, huh? Satan himself, or the society of Satan, because, you know, outside of being, once again, the Grand Master of the Scottish Freemasonry and the United States and helping create the KKK, said the CCC, KKK, love, 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 33, Right all over in the news. Well, you know, it's it's uh, it certainly is fascinating putting all the pieces together. Whether it's Roman Catholicism, the papacy, Protestantism at the top, even pro- organized religion Protestantism, um, the Eastern Orthodox Church, Islam. All the other major religions, they all seem to be the same thing. That of Satan. He has one big plan, doesn't he? <clears throat> that is just to condemn you, make your life misery here, and to condemn you and your soul for all eternity. And to do everything in their power to keep you 
following the teachings and principles of Jesus Christ, his commandments of God of your heart, mind, and soul, and of your neighbors yourself. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not... Um, what is it? Thou shalt not kill, and thou shalt love thy enemy. True, the only true religion of peace is the religion of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which doesn't seem to be found um, in its entirety in any government organized religion. Any movement of men seems to be an individual thing. Those who will believe see why he says there are so few. Who of us who will be ever stay in that straight and narrow path that leads to eternal salvation? Only by the mercy and the grace of God will any of us get there. I pray for that. Oh, ever, that's my main prayer, really, to be honest with you. <laughs> he has mercy on me. Son, other people in my life, and those who truly believe in Jesus Christ. But uh, as far as this satanic system, of course, all roads lead to Rome. I know it's a tiring phrase, and uh, you will not hear, but you know, 90% of 99.9% of what's out there in the media won't get you there. <clears throat> they get you out of the many side players and front groups whether it's Islam or Freemasonry. You know, it all seems to be Baal worship at this point, Satan worship, regardless of what guys inform us under. And what's, I guess, what's interesting is to ask the question, more importantly, that not whether or not the people, you know, Islamic folks, you know, the Muslims are, you know, flooding into Europe, which is, Really, the case or this country or throughout the world is the question who is letting it happen and why? And uh, if whether it's the Jews, the Zionists, British Zionists, the Jesuits, of course, at the top, um, etc., etc., uh, the world leaders want this to happen. Don't they? It's tr- truly is a demonstration of the fact that uh, who's running the show on this planet? Boy, what a wicked entity it is. What a liar it is and how we're so full of lies. Let's think about the uh, flat earth thing, too, you know. I believe it is true. When you look at the information, it absolutely is true. Why is it flooding uh, the alternative media. Well, I think a lot of it's because people, oh, they finally figured out something. Uh, I think it also is a distraction in the end of the day. I, I'm not saying it's not an important issue, but I think it's a distraction when you see what's going on in Europe and America and the Middle East and throughout the world as they put the pieces together for their Third World War and I think we will just uh, stay away from 
World War One and Two right now. We'll just talk about the Third, Third World War. Uh, certainly, those plans came to be, but we'll see what's going on here as far as Third World War. Anyways, Elbert Pike's letter. Uh, Elbert Pike received a vision. He describes in the letter wrote to Mazzini, dated August fifteenth, eighteen seventy-one. This letter graphically outlined plans for three world wars that were seen as necessary to bring about one world, the one world order. And marvel at how accurately it has predicted events that have already taken place. Now, when we look at how the Brotherhood of the Snake, um, the Cult of Saturnalia, the Baal, and the hearts of men, how wicked men really are, how easy it is for a majority of us to just fall in line so that we get our little box or a little bigger box and a few trinkets. Uh, we'll do just about anything, especially if you're living uh, as a slave in the system, Titanic system. They will force you into this, force you to do things you don't want to do start to understand why maybe it's so important to focus and maybe it is important to focus on the word of God and um, focus on Jesus Christ because when the dookie the dug- hits the fan well you're going to have to make a decision whether you're going to follow him or the, the ways of this world and your own lusts and desires and you're only your um, your fallen nature, and most of us will fall in line with, with this whole thing. Just as what happened in World War Two and one, and so you see it happening. People thinking, "Oh, we're going to make a difference, and we're going to cause a revolution, and we're going to fight the man or our enemy. We're going to change things." And she certainly. They, they certainly will. We certainly will. And it won't be for the better. It will just be for the progression of what is talked about in the Bible. It just ramps up and ramps up and ramps up. Fascinating, isn't it? It's just as time goes on and population increases and um, just uh, one thing after another. But it gets just getting worse and worse. So Pike's letter to Mazzini, of course I've heard that a lot of people feel it's, or there are others out there that say it's fictional. I really don't know. But I think it's probably worth reading anyway. So it is commonly believed that for a short time Miller Pike's letter to Mazzini was on display in the British Museum Library in London and it was copied by uh, William Guy our former intelligence officer of the Royal Canadian Navy, which would probably tell you that he was, at minimum, a Freemason of the higher degree. The British Library has confirmed in writing to me that such a document has never been in their possession. Furthermore, Carr's book, Satan, Prince of This World, Card includes the following footnotes. The keeper of the manuscript recently informed the author uh, 
that this letter is not cataloged in the British Library Museum. It seems strange that a man of Cardinal uh, Rodriguez's knowledge should have said that it was in said it was in 1925. Of course, he would do that. It appears that Cardinal that Carr learned about this letter from Cardinal Cairo uh, Bacoro, uh, Caro Rodriguez, San Diego, Chile, who wrote The Mystery of Freemasonry Unveiled. Of course, he wouldn't tell you the truth because they're part of it. The Jesuits, well, Walter Beast claims that they actually created it. I don't mind to argue with that. <clears throat> He's done much more research than I am. I'm a much more brilliant, much more intelligent man than I'll ever be. Saying that he's wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> Just like against the rest of us are. Uh, to date, no conclusion proof, conclusive proof exists to show that this letter was ever written unless the letter was widely quoted as a topic of discussion following are apparently extracts from the letter showing that three world wars have been planned for many generations. This is logical. Nothing is organic. And uh, we'll skip the tomorrow one or two part of it. Oh, that's interesting in itself. After the Second World War, communism was made strong enough to begin taking over weaker governments. We know that the Jesuits and their reduction camps and uh, the Americas, not just Paraguay, but even in Ohio and Pennsylvania, they did. <laughs> um, they developed their uh, their uh, philosophy of communism and how to control the weaker masses or the slaves. Us uh, slave. Uh, population to get the maximum results that they needed. Communism was made strong enough to take over the weaker governments in 1945, the same year, of course, that the war ended, the nuclear, supposed nuclear bombs were dropped, the fascists were put in the uh, House of Representatives, the House of Representatives, wherever the Congress and Senate meet. I never can remember what the name of that building is, etc. A lot of things happened in 1945. At the Potsdam Conference between Truman Churchill and Stalin, a large portion of Europe was simply handed over to Russia. On the other side of the world, the aftermath of the war with Japan helped to sweep the tide of communism into China. And so this is all just a ruse. You know, you don't want to. You want to give it an ism, a name. <clears throat> Not to say communism philosophy wasn't applied and used, but at the end of the day, um, it was a strategy, a satanic strategy, to um, weaken the stable um, people. Populous. As people started to have this notion, you know, remember two centuries ago, this whole 
thing of um, the whole idea of um, the potential, if you will, for uh, what is transcendental thought. Is it uh, freedom? Is the idea of man having his own potential, his purpose? The heck is this service on the Hope this will go on. See what's going on here. So, I noticed the troll not on right now. Of course, that would be Ozzy Luke in his attacks. I hope God softens his heart and he finds his Lord. I love our enemies. I don't hate them. I actually feel sorry for them. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we look at this. Readers who argue the terms Nazis and Zionists were not known in Readers who argue that the terms Nazis and Zionists were not known in 1871 should remember that the Illuminati invented both these movements. And, of course, let's go back to Rome and the Jesuits. The Jesuits had been in power by then, obviously, controlled uh, Rome, and heavily influencing all, uh, well, we know they also controlled Freemasonry, so they have heavily influenced all major institutions in the Roman Empire. I know people don't like me. I imagine people don't like to hear that I just keep saying the Roman Empire. But unfortunately, folks, the reality is you still have it. <laughs> it just looks different today. You know, you, you get the impression of Roman centurions, you know, marching around in armor with their spears and their shield, but they don't need that today, right? They have machine guns, and they have the weaponry of modern-day weaponry of today. So, things are just, they just look different. Um, but it's still basically, everything is still running the same way, the same people who ran the empire 2,000 years ago are today still doing it. I don't mean literal same people, but you know, the same mentality, the same people who are educated, the same people, <clears throat> the same notion. Most I wouldn't be surprised if any of the, the very ruling elite have been around their family wives, the black nobility, if they call it, or whatever they want to call it. That certainly logically would help to maintain the satanic system. Anyway, he starts rambling about the influence of Rasu. Um, as was most famous conspirators of, of all, Abs Weishoff, Jew, who Jesuit HK Jew, and uh, Roman canonical law, canonical law. Anyways, it says here, quote, the Third World War must be fomented. This is from Mel Pike's letter, supposed letter, fomented by taking advantage 
of the differences caused by the agitur of the Illuminati. <laughs> so who is the agitur and who is the Illuminati? Once again, the Illuminati is the ruling elite of the Roman Empire led by the Jesuits. Agitors, um, well, I must get all Rosalie to Rome and some of its other subordinate organizations and the Jesuits. Between the political Zionists, we know that Zionism was created once again by Jesuits, and uh, instituted into Protestantism and Jewry, and led to uh, with the labor Zionists, the etc. It, they're all together. It's just it's it's hard. It's just one big satanic system, really. And, and so, anyways, it's talking about this political Zionists and the leaders of Islam make world. War must be conducted in such a way that, that Islam, the Muslim Arab world, and the political Zionists, the state of Israel, mutually destroy each other. And uh, meanwhile, in the other nations, once more divided on this issue, will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economic exhaustion. So, here we see what's going on with Europe and the United States and other places, what they're going to do, why they're doing it, why they're flooding um, our country with uh, Muslim refugees. I have great sympathy for them. I have great sympathy for the flooding of a whole bunch of uh, Latin Americans into the United States, etc. Um, it's a multifaceted uh, assault on the citizenry, the citizenry of the world, and as they want to create a one-world system, and they want to get rid of the national identities, individual national identities, and groups, their identities, because they want to have their own one-world religion, one-world order, government. Fascinating seeing how it's all playing out. So anyways, the political elite who lie to you and tell you that they are representing you, in truth, they're just representing their handlers and putting in this agenda that's falling into place. So we are seeing the beginning stages. Um, you know, it, 9-11 was the ignition switch to start the beginning stages of the Third World War, but clearly what's happening is that they want to get rid of a whole bunch of fake Jews, Jews that are not. They want to get rid of a bunch of Zionists, a political Zionists. Now that would be, that includes um, a whole bunch of, uh, whether apostate liberal Catholics and all the uh, deceived evangelicals um, and the atheists to have any kind of agenda, a whole bunch of Freemasons. Um, you know, more when you think about the um, the Roman Catholic Christian uh, George Guidestones that they put in and are maintaining with public money, uh, taxpayer money, on public grounds, that wasn't just by accident. That's really what the goal was. And as you tell people, and on over and over and over again, you get to the point you get 
numb to it all. The fact of the matter, nothing's going to be done about any of this, and none of us are organized well enough to actually fight the system. This is something that's been going on for generations. No one's ever been organized enough to fight the Roman system. It's a brilliant system of control and manipulation. And so we're just going to either take a side, whether Islam or uh, the Zionists, whether <laughs> whoever it is, you know, either you're going to pick up your arms and fight this this battle, which most of you will, or you're going to take the side of the Lord, which very few of us will in the end. I pray that God will give me that strength to follow the Lord. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to make any great claims about myself because I'm a fallen man who's hopeless. I'm a sinner who has any hope without the mercy and grace of my Lord Savior Jesus Christ. So I hope that he will find a way to protect me through all this insanity that's erupting, that's been deliberately manipulated, and I'm trying to talk about that whole problem reaction solution thing well they're creating the problem obviously they have a desired reaction and that's what's because the economic pressure is on put on the average male in the western hemisphere whether islamic or not whether one of the nihilists one of the atheists if you're a liberal or even a conservative catholic um uh, protestant etc it doesn't really matter what you're affiliation is, uh, the, the the fact is they're going to put social and cultural pressure on you, and as you're unable to feed your children or yourself, you're not going to be able to have those things that they brainwashed you into thinking of great value, the material things of this world, the... Uh, <laughs> Your women, uh, our women, all decked up in their makeup and looking other than who they actually are. Um, they're basically turning little whores, unfortunately, and men turning them into, you know, not much better, really. Uh, <laughs> That's the reality of the situation. So they're morally have corrupted us. Now they're going to really push uh, the um, even economic uh, hardship then, you know, as they put this on, you know, uh, blaming one side or the other. So, what they're right now, of course, they're blaming Islam. And, of course, they, they have a right to blame uh, Muslims. But they had to remember that the Muslim faith was actually created by the same people and ended up giving us the Vatican. <laughs> This all goes back to the, to the Babylon. It's so fascinating watching it. It's hard to put it all together. Uh, it, yeah, it, it's really quite simple. It's the Babylonian system we're witnessing. So back to this whole grand plan. So as they uh, completely physically, morally, spiritually, economically exhaust us, we shall unleash, then he says this, we shall unleash the, the nihilists and the atheists, and we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm, which in all its horror 
will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and ex, uh, ex, exterminate those destroyers of civilization. Uh, multitude is delusioned with uh, Christianity, whose So the only hope is is our abiding faith in Jesus Christ, and you realize there's no hope in this world. So 
But it's fascinating watching what's going on as they send all the um, Muslims to all these different countries to destabilize things, to foment frustration, anger towards each group, and there will be war, and it will be a multi-front. You know, most people think the war is just going to stay in the Middle East. Well, they're going to take it all, all over the place. So war will happen in the United States, and it will happen in, in Canada, and it will happen this way and that way and everything, and, until they get their desired results. And ultimately, most of us will not be allowed to be part of this system. And quite frankly, um, because of my health and because of a lot of other things, I really don't want to see it. I hope God takes me away before all that happens, uh, especially when the crap hits the fan and people start, you know, really going haywire and doing things. So, you know, you got all this stuff going on in Europe with the raping of the women and all these young men, uh, Muslim Islamic men, who had never learned who God is, the true living God, don't know the true principles of, G of Christianity. They don't. And unfortunately, even Catholicism, with all this pagan idolatry, satanic idolatry, curses us all and causes more problems than good. It is the brutal reality. So it's just, uh, or the Eastern Orthodox Church as well as icons. So the greatest defense that man has ever had against any of this is God. But most people don't realize that you can't find them in the church. You have to find them one-on-one. -on -one. Very lonely journey and realization, too. Um, so this, you know, the why, the, you know, the papacy, <coughs> Rome is not doing anything about it as far as stopping it, why they don't really have any real serious um, agenda to stop any of this because it serves them well. So as they divide and conquer us and all the many different facets, war is looming. And, of course, the Bible says you must worry about this because there will be rumors of wars and wars and etc. and all sorts of terrible things. And it's God allowing men to do it to themselves because, you know, they're under the influence of the spirit of Satan himself. And it's not much one can do to change that. But we'd like to think we can. We'd like to think that we can, you know, somehow conquer it um, through our own abilities and might and that kind of thing. Um So I'm trying to get San Garcia to come on the show. I'm still trying to get Jared to come on. I imagine he probably doesn't really, he's not, first of all, he's probably really busy. And then the other thing is, um, um, probably if you don't say, you recognize anything about me because I'm Christian and Probably doesn't want to deal with it. Probably feels the potential confrontation, but probably there always is a potential confrontation. Doesn't really matter. Um, well, they're really dressing the women up as witches these days, huh? I guess a lot of these women on this uh, 
I guess they had music awards again, and they're just getting more pagan, looking more and more like like uh, what they really are, witches. I hate to say that, but I'm not really being judgmental. I mean, they're not denying it. They're actually saying it. So Beautiful. 23 degrees Fahrenheit to my neck of the woods. A couple of, yesterday was the first day of snow of the year. I went out and played a little bit in it. Too cold, though. It's very cold. It started raining and all that kind of stuff. So. Donald Trump is using false strategics to make a racist point. Who cares? You ever seen Trump's tower in uh, in Las Vegas? It's all cold. And it is up. <laughs> I guess his uh, his. Uh, Apartment there, his suite, his uh, there they call it. It's all decked out in gold. As I guess attributed to Apollyon. Yeah, I think we don't live in the Roman Empire. No, not us. Telling you the truth about ISIS, of course, you know the Roman Empire once again and all these pagan gods, New York or whatever. They um, want some stuff on the Pope earlier. Lots of stuff with the Pope and all the kind of distractions. Oh, yeah, I wanted to say something about that. The Pope. Apparently, there's more you can, There's uh, more uh, controversy. I don't think they care about you knowing that they're corrupt at this point or that they're pedophiles or they'll have a few pedophiles that are in, you know, in prison or they're... Um, you know, they're trying to make some kind of a um, changes, economic changes that have been going on for lifetimes now and generations. There's not going to be any changes. It's a political system. First and foremost, it's of Satan, so it cannot make any kind of true changes. Now, as far as um, the Roman Catholics, who anybody might be Roman Catholic might listen to this, and think that I hate you as a Roman Catholic. I don't hate you. I don't hate anybody for that matter. Whether you're Roman Catholic or a Muslim or even an atheist, that's your business. Um, I hate what happens. I hate the lies and deception. I hate the fact that uh, men prefer to follow the vain traditions of men than the Word of God. But I don't hate you or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, Yeah, more stuff about the Muslims. There was a bunch of stuff earlier. Um, of course, the Muslim faith was designed as a military movement, just like the Jesuits, to deal with, uh, I, I guess, people like me. I had no idea I was actually a rebel of the Roman Empire. had no idea. <laughs> right now, I guess it's not a very significant one. It really doesn't matter, does it? Uh, just another bozo on the bus, really, and, and even less than that. So, but yeah, so there, you know, at the constable, we got uh, criminal investigations, and we're trying to make changes. And everyone's, every pope is saying the same thing. But you know, in truth, just like the politicians, the changes are not for the benefit of the, the laity, but are the benefit for their. The, the the group that's controlling that political institution right now, the Jesuits are. And um, so I find it fascinating that they blame everybody under the sun. 
And we'll go here and look at who they're blaming now in this book, uh, The Union Jack. If the spirit of citizens of the citizens of the nation of a nation is in truth the good health of the body politics is a natural consequence and no physical power on earth can destroy it. It's true. <clears throat> the central theme of capturing the world through British Israel spiritual is the is to dominate with the consent of the subjects. This is not just British Israel. This is all all institutions, whether Roman or not, do this. All empires do this. The city state has always been dependent on this. In order for the city state to actually keep on, for the ruling elite within that city state to maintain its power, must constantly do this. That is to dominate with the consent of the subjects. And how did you do that? Well, that's through terror, deception. Absolutely necessary for all states to dis- terrorize their citizenship or citizenry and to um, deceive them, to lie to them, to send as much dis- disinformation out there as possible. It's just absolutely necessary. There's no way getting around it. Once you realize that, you realize that that's a big role for the government, for the you know, which is the instrument for the ruling elite. Now I look at a guy in my precarious situation, and I'm not unique in it because uh, we're all slaves to the system uh, because of my disability and everything. I'm on disability, and I know that. Uh, but that doesn't matter. I could be asked to be a job. You know, I had a good job before. I had MS. I was on the railroad. All that could be taken away in a moment, and heartbeat, and 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 just saying the wrong thing. It always was that way. And it, the truth of the matter, we could take away jobs tomorrow. They could just call. You know, if I was still on a railroad, say Norfolk Southern. They could just say tomorrow. Listen, we need you to lay off 30% of your people for whatever reason. Usually, it's to manipulate the populace to get them to do something they want them to do. <clears throat> and so, but anyways, I'm on the uh, disability, and uh, you know, and they stop sending me money in my bank every month. Uh, you know, that I, you know, I feel that I work for. Uh, but then again, really, it's just a gift, and it's just numbers and piece. It's just to maintain the system so in order to eat our mediocre slave food and <laughs> slowly die. And right now, that's just, I mean, I am actually a resource in the in the machinery through the medical, through medicine and the food and doing everything else. A valuable piece of, you know, part of the cog, you know, a cog in the wheel or whatever you call it, cog a piece of the, the the machinery, the machine. Um, once that's no longer necessary, I mean, they do what they want to me or anybody else. In the end, it's not worth worrying about or being in fear or worrying about the future because we already know the, as far as the plans they have, 
it's grim in this world. But our hope is not in this world. It's in, I'm talking about no true Bible-believing Christians who believe in what Jesus Christ offers. Um, it hope is not in this world, but it's in Him. If we just have abiding faith in Jesus Christ, what He said, what He did, that He came in the flesh, died for our sins, paid for our sins, paid for, paid a way for us spiritually to be with Him in heaven in a greater place. I, whatever that means, I don't know. But it gives me hope to get through this, you know, hellhole that I live in. But, you know, people might ask, you know, isn't this just a form of mind control itself and it's just a manipulation? Yeah. And day it could be just that. could be the greatest form of uh, manipulation that man has ever devised. Uh, but it could also be the truth. And I know that for me, when I look at myself and my own life, and my own journey where I am today, and what I put really my hope in, just to get in through another, through another day, it's not my own ability, but it's my Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, my hope in Him. And it is true. It is faith to have hope in Him. And I mean, through prayer and all that, you know, I, I am... And, you know, the great thing about it is never forced... Well, I wasn't forced by other men to do it. I believe the Spirit of God forced me to do it. I guess this is some version, if you will, of predestination or um, that you're chosen type of thing. But uh, I'm really not interested in arguing with people about that with all the theology and whether you you're this, that, or the other. You're an Aryan, or you're a. What am I trying to say here? Calvinist, that's what it is. Or you're. You know what I'm following? I, I have. I'm. I am faith Jesus Christ. I'm trying. Uh, I want to be the follower. A follower of the way, the truth, and life. And I really am not interested in traditions of men or what anybody else said before and after. And whether or not the word, you know, the whole Bible is, you know, absolutely pure, not incorrupt. I mean, remember, man's hands have been in it. But the truth about Jesus Christ is still there. And um, regardless of the stories all around him are not true, he's true. And why you might believe that is because of prayer, prayer life, and, and faith. I see how they can take advantage of that same mentality and apply it to other things in life. There's politics where the earth is a ball or whether it's flat, uh, faith in men's institutions, etc. But uh, that wasn't required. That wasn't asked when you read the Bible. He didn't ask me to have faith in man. He asked me to have faith in him. I was saying, Jesus Christ, God's will of the world, he gave him God's son who believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If one stays anchored at that and recognizes that all the rest of a lot of the stuff that one studies and reads in the scriptures, um, at face value, some of it's not very comprehensible. You can't know the whole picture of things, but as far as the details, the minutiae of the story, 
Old Testament and New Testament. But, but really, what is that? Is that there's a certain point at where is it, are you trying to satisfy your pride and your ego? Uh, are you looking for the praise of man? See, this is how the Jesuit Satan, the minions who serve Satan, and manipulate Scripture. They get people to take sides and to follow the group and put more faith in others than just in Jesus Christ. And with the recognition that at some point you realize no matter how uh, learned you are, no matter how, um, how um, what a great theologian you are or historian you are, what a great anything you are, just, if you are, that's good. That's what, uh, good. That's, that's good. That's wonderful for you. That's, you know, fantastic. But, you know, when they talk about that, you know, we only know, know so much. Even the smartest men only know a certain percentage. And there's probably a lot of reality to that. It's more the truth than meets the eye. A lot of it's because of uh, the indoctrination that we've all received that our heads are full of lies. Our heads are full of deceptions. Our heads are, are been, you know, well, let's face it, if you're the average guy or gal, it's, it's about, you know, getting laid. When you're <laughs> and then it's about your your creature comforts, you know, putting food in your belly and sleeping and things, that's, you know, close and all that. All the, you know, things of everyday life, you know what I mean, that have value, but they're not really that important. Um, in other words, whether you wear the fanciest of clothes, the most expensive, or you just wear um, rags, um, it really doesn't change the inner you, the spiritual you, what's between your ears and the truth. What you recognize your brain. That God-given gift, the greatest gift of all probably is man's intellect and his ability to think. And clearly, all of this has just been an assault, an attack on man's ability to think. And so, but the best ways, of course, to do that is to erase history, memory hole it, uh, confuse it, uh, spin tales, uh, blame this person, that person, you know, go over and over and make a uh, so it was propaganda, and, um, you know, it's just a very vital part, the most important part element of the ruling elite, not only against each other, but against us. And um, it's just how it is. The most important element of war is deception, so you need propaganda. You also need to have the ability to cause suffering and pain and etc. So deception, lying. These are all a terror. Uh, these are all important elements of any um, organized gang, <laughs> organized uh, uh, ruling system men. So it's fascinating when you finally realize that you really do live you know, it's, it's it's gangsters controlling your life in all many different areas. 
And they made it to a point now where it's not really necessary for you to kill, for them to kill you in order to maintain their their power, but they still have to have that threat, and they still need to do the threat at certain points, certain groups, and anybody that may challenge the quote-unquote status quo, which is basically because we, what's the Roman Empire? Roman. <laughs> and people want to know names and groups. Well, you know, all you have to do is just look at the who are the, the richest businessmen, who are your cardinals, who are your leaders in all the major movements, uh, who are the, the richest families, um, who are the bankers, etc. You know, just going on, and on. Whoever most benefits from it. I mean, uh, it turns out that the guy like, you know, here's a guy. Uh, I'm, I'm tired, but I'm not tired, so I can't think 100% straight here. But what's uh, it good? Trump. Trump's, Trump's tower and all that. And his, 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 he has more than average. He's his golden towers. Uh, a tribute to Polyon and Apollo, and you know, here's here's you know, he's the finest example of being a uh, a ruling elite in the Roman Empire, a very satanic system of self worship, uh, worship of uh, false deities, worship of uh, Satan himself, worship of the past, worship of control, um, worship of. Power. Yeah, what profits man if you know the world but lose his own soul? What is he talking about there? You know, so. And this is just something you see over and over and over and over again. Every generation, every little group, everybody. It just um, there is no hope without the Spirit of Christ. In it. I really, you know, there's. I imagine there's times that uh, the Spirit of Christ is in a person who doesn't even believe in him at the time. Um, but you know. Maybe it'll come around. I don't know. I think about a lot of people, but I don't know. So. so, what is spiritual unity or the ecumenical movement? Once again, spiritual unity is the belief or our beliefs that are held in common. <clears throat> this is what, you know, New World Order. For example, the people who make up the Methodist Church have a certain spiritual unity, and that uh, they believe alike. Likewise, people in the Catholic Church or any other church have spiritual unity beliefs in common. Of course, they bring this up because this is a Roman Catholic that's writing this. When we speak of spiritual unity, this could mean united in truth, united in error. It is the latter which applies to the fake Christianity which covers the deceit of the right wing. So this is one another example of uh, Jesuit sophistry. It doesn't really get to who really that is. It just says, ooh, the right wing, you know. It doesn't bring up the Jesuits themselves. It doesn't bring up the uh, Roman Catholic Church. It doesn't bring up any of that. <laughs> Catholicism, universalism, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So where are we at with this? Okay. Um, 
I don't really like this book. I started reading it, but I'm going to keep plugging through it. Um, it was the work of the British Israel to carry spiritual unity across the, 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 the denominational line and establish in each church, wherever possible, the common belief or common Bible interpretation of Jesus will unify the world in peace under his present rule. He was working the British Israel to carry spiritual unity across the denominational lines and establish in each church wherever possible a common belief and common Bible interpretations. Uh, isn't it fascinating that it's so dependent on interpretations, especially of uh, the priestcraft in order to understand the book? And I believe that they have uh, actually meddled with it at this point. I really do. It's not... There's no perfect translation out there because of uh, fallen man's hands. So I think it's one of those things too. The idol, the book, worship. If you say you're not, you say you're not doing it, but uh, if you're all the same things over and over again, so I'm putting my money in Jesus Christ. I don't know about you. <clears throat> I got a feeling that there were probably those people, you know, there's a day and time, you know, it was the Huguenots or if it was the Albigenses or whatever, you know, whoever may be the early followers of Christ who had nothing more but maybe a few words on some kind of parchment, you know, glorifying Jesus Christ and mentioning the good word. Probably had much more faith, abiding faith, and had a greater relationship with Jesus Christ than those who have uh, spent their whole life studying the Word of God and know all the errors and all that, you know, have convinced themselves they know everything. When when reality, when we read it, the Word of God, it, uh, there are a lot of missing gaps. And I think... God allows that to happen. I really think that he allows that to happen. And I think he allowed it to happen for the fact that I think he really wants, he's just looking for people who will have abiding faith in him. I don't think he's looking at people who have abiding faith in the Bible. Of course, you talk about John 1, the very first, uh, one quote, verse, <clears throat> but, you know, in fact, you know, this whole thing, if you just um, just live your life that way and enjoy it and just have abiding faith in Jesus Christ, you start to realize a lot of these, the emptiness of words like communism I'm looking at right here, or Marx, Karl Marx, or uh, Christianity, or British Israel or the Jews, or the papacy, or the Jesuits, or... Not that it's, it's not important historically and, and presently, you know, in the earthly world, the, the temporal world and power uh, structure. I think it's good to know, you know, what's going on, why it's happening. But... Um, to put faith in man and men, the system man systems. That's pretty foolish, don't you think? 
Does someone really think that you can change any of this? Because, well, now that I know about the how the flights were, you know, letter to Messini, or that uh, I know about uh, British Israel, uh, British Israelism, or the fact that um, dispensational futurism, which I'm sure we're going to get into this again. Um, starting points and all that kind of thing uh, with the Jesuits and then, you know, the whole idea of distorting the Word of God and manipulating the populace to get them to this point of uh, finding uh, being under the Luciferian system of worship for ultimately which just goes to show you that yeah, the Bible does tell you that that's what Satan wants. Um, you know, in Isaiah, right, 14, you know, he wants to be as the most high. And uh, he wants to be worshipped one way or the other. And uh, so he promises the few, the trinkets and the power and the possessions at the expense of the rest. And he doesn't care, because at the end of the day, uh, he's only about himself. He's just a deceiver. So all these deceives, this deception, although the average man, the godless man, well, even rephrase this, the man who doesn't really believe in the teachings of Jesus Christ, eh, he don't really care. He'll do those sort of things. You know, and have no problem uh, working for an organization that uh, flat out lies about this, that, and the other. He has no problem doing it himself. Let me go back to his Paris attack. I'm sure it was a blend of everything from a false flag operation to uh, where people actually died or hurt to all the uh, fakery to uh, an active shooter exercise to um, this you know, working on technology, blue screen, green screen, that kind of thing, stuff, um, you know, mastering their ability to operate and deceive the public and to terrorize them and cause fear and confusion and um, preoccupy the, the newest form of Internet reality TV, which is this whole uh, propaganda exercise of these active shooter stuff were although the uh, the police and the military or whoever it may be the all different agencies uh, are involved or actually actually doing an exercise meanwhile there's that important role of the quote unquote what's fourth estate fifth estate I don't know what the hell it is but <laughs> the media whose role has never been to tell you the truth in anything, it's fascinating. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be economics. It could be um, the stock market. It could be politics. It could be uh, a major earthquake somewhere. Their job is not to give you the details, but to uh, how can we spin this story to uh, help maintain control of a certain group of people and confuse 
and manipulate the masses. That's his whole job. It's all job. It's always been that way. It doesn't matter uh, what. Uh, What else somebody says, or you know, the whole, you know, this is what it's supposed to mean, or it's supposed to represent the people, it's supposed to keep the politics in check, it's supposed to keep religion in check. Well, it's an absolute failure at that. You know, there's no, never has happened and never will happen, you know. Um, you're just going to find out over and over again that. Every, just about every story that you ever heard on the media at best has a little bit of truth and the rest of it is just manipulated. You're going to find that same thing happening, I'm sure, in religion. I'm sure even in Christianity. I'm sure in the Bible. I'm sure it is that everywhere. Um, where they allow it to be maintained. Allow they maintain it, excuse me is a major aspect of uh, the culture. Um, for some reason, I'm thinking about Stefan. Uh, Stefan. Mullins or whatever. <laughs> the guy that had cancer and all that. All part of that tragedy hope group. And Anyway, the, the, the philosophical atheist and uh, his inability, either his, he has the inability to recognize what's right in front of his face, or he's just part of the the agenda to manipulate the masses. You know what I mean? I think part of the, the brilliant strategy of YouTube and the internet, um, and I don't believe that most of us are, you know, consciously doing it, but I think they allow it to happen in order to confuse the masses. Just it's not a it's not a format never was to unify the masses. So I have my my voice, you have your voice, etc. People do videos and all that kind of stuff. But I don't see anything unifying anybody except for war and for uh, the basic necessities of things. You know, and the end of the day, you know, it talks about you know as they spray us with um, fly ash and coal ash in the sky and to uh, try to actually uh, re- actually increase temperature irony they're telling us that um, that we'll know we're having global warming you know what I mean? <laughs> global dimming is not supposed to actually in the end of the day uh, they know this you know carbon uh, carbon in the air, carbon dioxide, dioxide, whatever, in the air uh, is necessary for plant growth. It's necessary for actually maintaining a certain amount of temperature. We know that in reality, the temperature is not increasing, it's decreasing, and so philosophy what they're doing is global dimming. It's trying to um, um, keep the cooling from happening. Now, people say, "Well, no, the clothes in the sun's get closer and all that." And it's so much brighter these days. Well, part of the reason why it's so much brighter these days is because of all the particulate in the air. 
reflect the light and actually, actually increases as it disperses in the air. It actually helps increase the magnitude of the sun, you know, the rays, and etc. So, um, so, oh no, people say no, he's trying to block it, you know. Well, I'm sure they're. They're experimenting on that, but the magnet, the, the the scale in order to block the sun globally with geoengineering, and of course we see all sorts of pictures of it, and quote unquote um, satellite imagery. Um, well, we, you know, problem with all that is is that um, it's not happening everywhere. So I just think. Uh, I notice one thing, you know, they look at uh, Europe and North America and in the distant past, not so far in the distant past, when the Native Americans, at least in North America, were burning and when uh, controlled burning of uh, Eastern forests, uh, what was going on in Eurasia and all that. And, um, I don't know, the argument is that because they were doing all that, it actually was uh, maintaining a warmer temperature once the uh, the Native Americans were eliminated once again from the east. And uh, there's no more of that control burning and a couple other issues, I guess, that happened. There was impetus for uh, many ice age that lasted for a couple hundred years so. I'm sure they know that, and if that is true, which I have no reason to doubt it, um, that um, that's what they're doing. Again, they're compensating for the fact that they don't manage the land properly or the way it used to be managed. One man was more in tune with it, um, and um, you should think about a lot of things. Uh, just about everything they tell you is not quite the way it really should be. Um, I'm doing a terrible job of getting this into this reading. Quite frankly, I'm about ready to give up on it. Maybe I should go to another chapter or something because I find it's such repulsive the Jesuit sophistry. So, <laughs> but I think it's important to really get through this and then get through the other books before the end of this year. Uh, I think it would be fun to to read um, the other books. But the more and more you put the pieces together, the more when you realize that. Rome and the Jesuits really are controlling and manipulating the information along with their subordinate groups that um, you know you start to see the big picture and you get to a point well I can tell you one thing this is what's happening to me as I study and research the woes and troubles of this world and as I contemplate and meditate on who Jesus Christ is and through prayer 
I'm believing it. Now, this is funny because like two years ago, I didn't even believe in Jesus Christ. In fact, I couldn't understand why there needed to be a Jesus Christ. But after these past couple of years, especially, you know, the four years of research and everything that I've got, you know, uh, I realized that if the story of Jesus Christ is not true, then I'm left to basically my own abilities, and my own abilities are pretty limited. I'm recognizing that even the smartest of us, and I've met and listened to uh, some very interesting and quote-unquote intelligent individuals in this journey, and they're not really that smart. They sound smart. They got their words together. They got made it more coherent in getting out, talking about a topic that they are concerned about. But as far as really getting to the heart of the matter about a lot of things, although they feel they are doing that, they really are. They're just scratching at the surface. This seems to be sufficient for most. But for me, I mean, um, I'm always the type of guy always interested in the big picture. Whatever it is. So, and of course, I understand that you need to have enough of the details to get that big picture. But once you see what is clearly in front of your face, what is clearly in front of your face, you get to a point you're just like, well, what do I do about any of this? You know, do I play the games that everybody else plays? Um, and I mean that, literally. Or do I put my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ? So, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the rest of it, I guess, is just personal growth. The hope of maybe developing some skills to reach out to somebody that they might know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but I really don't know what else a great advantage any of this is outside of that. Um, to be honest with you, it gets a point you're just like, um, it might be better off just teaching people how to knit and sew and to paint a picture. <laughs> uh, you know, to uh, restore a car or <laughs> something like that. Because you can't change any of it. You literally cannot change any of this. People say, well, no, look at the past, and look what the forefathers did, and look at our freedoms. The reason why there was any semblance of freedom in the United States of America was because of space and distance and because of their own necessity for it, not because of uh, any kind of great political movement. And so... These were just, uh, well, I say that, I should rephrase it, because it was a great political movement for them, for the ruling elite. Well, for the average guy, there was only that moment of reprieve, a generation or two, maybe three, where some people might have had their opportunities to build their own little fortunes. That, you know, were designed in a situation where, if of necessity, they could just pull the plug on it. And um, 
seems to be an obvious case now, right? I think of all the people I knew in the past, some being millionaires, and uh, many either are dead, um, or you know they passed. You know they sold off their businesses, and now uh, they've been consolidated, and now um, a lot of those businesses either have gone under or um, different ownership. And although they may be still producing certain products, it's nothing like it was in the quote heydays of the 50s and 60s or even, you know, a century ago where man had space and, uh, once again, distance and time to compile and, you know, have their own little fortunes, make their own little fortunes, or even just to maintain and take care of their family. Uh, we're now in a different era as we go back into this feudalistic system that they want. Uh, they're going to call it the is New World Order. There's nothing more the Old World Order. Where basically uh, power goes into the fewer and fewer hands of certain men and women, and where they're just going to teach us. Uh, um, the vain philosophies of men at best, and um, for the rest of us, superstition, uh, witchcraft, that kind of stuff, all these things that really, they know, weaken a man, I mean, we've, um, we see it over and over again in the Word of God, and it's extra biblical stuff, you know, with this book of uh, Jasser, which probably maybe that's what I should be reading instead, so. Hey, that's the reason why I don't want it. <laughs> I, I, just, I find this Union Jack book uh, an annoyance, but an important annoyance. I don't want to go back to the book of Joseph. So this is uh, chapter 3. So Enoch lived 65 years and begot um, Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after having begot Methuselah, and he served the Lord, and despite the evil ways of men. Now, that's a fascinating statement, because this is just what I got through talking about. And what does that actually mean to serve the Lord? That's a big question, because you know what? The And a very important question, because and we look at the priestcraft and these I know. Are they really? You know, they're 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 telling us that's the way to serve the Lord, their way, and clearly that's not the way. (laughs) What they're telling us, it doesn't fit in with reality. They, yeah, you know, you get handsome white guys and black guys in their suits and ties, are well taught and speakers and communicate well, can you know, whether knowingly or unknowingly practice the basic principles of NLP. And it's all about mind control manipulation and uh, finding some way to get enough people to generate income to pay for their mortgage and for the things that they need. And uh, that's what it's about, really. Because they can't be mediators. They can't really bring you to the Lord. They can't really bring you to the truth. Only Jesus Christ could do that. I mean, right there is enough pride to have. 
and because it's late now, it's 4.30 in the morning. So. I guess I just needed, I uh, just saw things on my mind, and I guess I just needed to say something. So. So, let's weigh this one. Anyways, maybe we'll get back to that. I'm thinking about actually doing what I do again, as usual. Not finish this book, but I can't stand the book. It's just obvious, clear Jesuit sophistry, but I think it's necessary to bring it up. I think it's necessary to plug through it. I can think about others besides myself. There's somebody else there that might benefit from this somehow. But fascinating also is the other thing, too. I don't know what's going on with the show I did with Chris Kendall, but there's like a thousand something downloads after what? Three or four days of doing the show it was Monday, you know, today, Sunday, Monday, and so Thursday. And um, no, I recognize thanks, thanks, uh, fakeology or fakeology, yeah, whatever that, fakeology.com, um, for putting it on there. That was cool, but I know that was for me. That was for uh, Chris Kendall, but um, did they have a thousand downloads? Yeah, something's weird. I wonder if they um, talks you just uh, just dumped a bunch of downloads on it just for the heck of it, <laughs> or maybe there's um, ones that were missed from the past. Put it on here. I don't know what it is. None of it makes sense. So. Even the fact that Chris mentioned the show the next day with his interview with uh, Jay Dyer um, doesn't make sense that people would. I mean, I've. I mean, even my uh, when the Dave McGowan came on the show, he didn't come close to that kind of stuff. So, so either there's people really don't know much about Dave. Allen or something else is going on. So, anyways, Meg, I guess later on today I got to figure out what I got. I don't want to do. I got to do some laundry today, don't I? <laughs> talking to myself, talking to myself. And I guess we'll get back to this page fifty-one of uh, meeting Jack later on. I gotta just plug through it, but I can't. I can't. It's, I'm having a hard time resisting commenting on it because it literally is worthless gibberish. But um, I think it's still worth talking about. Because of course, British Israelism and the British Empire is a big part of the Roman Empire, so naturally we should talk about it. So, how how they gotten so good at propaganda and public relations and twisting the story so you don't you never get the whole story you only get a little bit of it and they convince you that this group that group is the other group when all the groups are working together for the same cause the kingdom of God on earth 
which is the most important thing that's being said here in this book. They're creating their kingdom of God, which their God is Lucifer on earth. Anyways, I'm going to quit now. God bless, take care.